Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to Adam Carricker on The Ticket on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Hope you're having a great day out there. I was just joined by Nebraska wrestling coach Mark Manning. Now, there are people who've sent in questions, and unfortunately, I apologize. I just saw some of these that were meant for Coach Manning. Here's what I will say. Okay, I read them over. Obviously, I cannot answer these. I am not the wrestling coach, but I thought this was an interesting one from Swayze. Kansas is a bordering state, has no D1, is recruited highly by Nebraska. Many studs from there have been uh, have come up and been great for the Huskers. Okay, I thought that was a great point. Now, Swayze did have a question. Now, I can answer this based on my experience with football. He said 9 p.m. is a late start, referring to Nebraska's wrestling match tonight. Now, we're going to run over just a little bit with my segment. I'm just going to be honest. I'll throw myself under the bus. Jake's helping today. Rico had a bunch of stuff going on. And so I'm sitting here, and it's like 12.08, and we haven't gone live yet. And Jake texts me. He's like, hey, are you there? It says you're not on. I was like, oh, crap. I forgot to hit this one little button. So we may go over just a little bit, uh, just a smidge. In our segment today, I hope that's okay. Otherwise, Jake can just cut me off whenever he feels like it. But when it comes to a late start, I will say this. Personally, I hated night games. I, and Obviously, they've, they've got matches. We had games. But I hated night games because I hated waiting around all day. It drove me freaking bonkers. You get up, you have breakfast, you have meetings, and you go through a walkthrough, and then you have lunch, and then I usually take like a two-hour nap, and then you eat, and then you wait for 40 more hours, and then you finally get to go play, or in this case, wrestle. I think the biggest thing... Okay, there's, there's a reason you have meetings. There's a reason we had a walkthrough. You're trying to keep focused, okay, while staying relaxed. That's the biggest thing about a late start. All right. Now, Jim Philippi, okay, talked about, we were, we were talking about uh, Gable Stevenson. He just simply responded. He's got several comments in here. One, he said, Kurt Angle did that. And talking about going from obviously winning an Olympic gold medal, going to the WWE, being a champion, headlining WrestleMania with Brock Lesnar, guys like that. That's very true. I think it was a different time back then. Wrestling fans have become more and more fickle over the years as they become, and we'll use this term, smart. Smart fans. In other words, they know what's going on behind the curtain. In other words, we all know it's predetermined. But I think it's different than it used to be because I think fans were like, Olympic gold medalist, yes! He was like the first one ever, so they embraced him quickly. Plus, Kurt's really good. At, at, at not only you know Olympic style wrestling, but pro wrestling. I think Gable Stevenson's going to have a great career, but I don't. He's not getting that benefit of the doubt. He is so good, like Kurt was, but he's not the first, so he's not getting that immediate embrace. And I'm not saying they're rejecting him. I'm just saying there is a few more smattering of booze, and he hasn't done anything to earn it, than I would have initially thought. So he's a guy that I anticipate, as long as he's good enough. In pro wrestling, because he's obviously got the athleticism and wrestling background, he'll become a fan favorite before no time. It's just a little bit more challenging now than it used to be. Jim also said, even though it's pre-planned, the plits, the hits are often harder than you think. 
100% true. Those guys have to be tough. So here's the deal. I, I used to have a wrestling show, okay, Fourth and Payne, and we interviewed all sorts of wrestlers. I've asked guys like Goldberg, what's tougher, football or wrestling? He said wrestling. He doesn't even like wrestling. He, hate, he doesn't hate it, but it's a means to an end. He loves football. Roman Reigns, who's been the champ for almost 1,400 days now in WWE, going on four years. I asked him the same thing, all SECD tackle at Georgia Tech. He said, dude, wrestling, because it's year-round. There's no break. There's no off-season. Okay. Let's get to some of the other questions, and I will give my NFL picks here for the playoff games this weekend as well. Notorious B.I.B. says, all right, going back to college football here, with that many players leaving, talking about Michigan now, and maybe their head coach, do you see them repeating as Big Ten and national champs again. <sighs> national champs, probably not, but you never know. Sharon Moore, if, if Harbaugh stays, it's obviously great. If he doesn't, Sharon Moore is going to step right in. This is a guy who won six games as a head coach last year because Harbaugh was suspended six games. First three and last three of the regular season. Won at Penn State with him as a head coach. Beat Ohio State with him as a head coach. Did he per se build the program? No, but he doesn't have to build this program if he becomes the head coach going forward. He just has to maintain it, which he's already done multiple times. I think big, uh, Michigan would be in the conversation for the Big Ten Championship 100%. Probably make the college football playoff. Like, they'll probably be a top 10 team. I just think Ohio State's going to be really good next year. They have a lot of guys that are coming. Eight, one of the top two defenses in the country, they got eight starters coming back. They've got Emeka Buka, who didn't have to, but he's coming back. They've got the Ole Miss running back, who was the top running back in the transfer portal, coming and joining their stud running back. Now they have the most dynamic running back, back uh, backfield in the entire country, and it's not even close with those two rotating. Okay? Now why would they want to play together? Well, a lot of these guys have taken a lot of carries, so it's about being on a successful team. Helping yourself in the draft, yet load management. They don't have to carry the ball as many times as they have recently. Okay, great defense, great skill, guys. Will Howard at the quarterback position is only going to make them better. No disrespect to Kyle McCord. Loaded at running back. The biggest question for them is offensive line. So uh, I'm just saying, I think my early favorites for the Big Ten are Ohio State and actually Oregon. And I'll talk more about that a little bit later. Okay, but I, think, I do think Michigan's in the conversation, and they may make the 12-team college football playoff because they'll probably still be a top-10 team either way. All right, Tad, uh, Todd Frankie from Auburn. Adam, if you had the number one pick in the draft, which quarterback are you taking? So I sit here, all right, sometimes during commercial breaks. Other times I'm looking up stuff, getting ready for my next segment. And I have heard the commercial from another show here on The Ticket, and I don't know the exact show. It sounds like DP talking to me, and maybe Jake can correct me if I'm wrong as he listens to this, saying he wouldn't take Caleb Williams because he doesn't want to put, I think, poison in his soup is what he said. That's interesting because Caleb Williams physically should be the top overall quarterback taken in this draft. There, there's some other dynamics, I think, to come with him. I do think USC's defense was awful. I think the offense was suspect around him, especially on the O-line. He ran for his life. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. 
And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. I think there was a time when he was unequivocally the number one pick in the draft early on in the last college football season. I think there was a time when he was, at one point in time, favored to win the Heisman again. And then USC fell off. And then he kind of fell off. And I think there was, was he the, the whole crying thing after the Washington game? I, some people didn't like that. I've always liked, I've always liked Caleb Williams' physical attributes. Drake May is under the radar. And Jaden Daniels. Those are my top three. Now... It, to me, it's either Drake May or Caleb, okay? And you can't go wrong with Jaden either. You can go wrong with any quarterback, but you know what I mean. I would probably not put poison in my suit, but I'd still probably take Caleb. I think he's just insanely talented, and I think he'd, if he'd have had just hardly any help at USC, and I know how the bowl game went. I think Louisville was way overrated, their opponent in the Holiday Bowl. I don't think they were all that good. And any time they played a ranked team this year, they really struggled, except Notre Dame. That was their one good game on national TV that made people think they were better than they were. Long story short, I would take Caleb Williams. All right. Maybe I'll dive into that more as we get into the draft as it gets closer. I just think his arm talent, his arm strength, his accuracy, and his ability to move, I don't think those things are common. All right. Saturday, Texans, Ravens. Ravens 13-4, Texans, let's see... I did not write down their record, but if I can remember off the top of my head, I believe they're 11-7 and because they did not get the bye last weekend. All right, Ravens, 9.5-point favorites. The FPI has them at 12.8. Favorite, Lamar Jackson. This is a guy who's won MV- an MVP, but has zero playoff wins. If he loses, let's just say he's got to win. All of his regular season domination through the years and the MVP award that he's won is phenomenal, but... I don't want to say it doesn't matter if he doesn't win a playoff game, but people are going to care significantly less if he doesn't win a playoff game. Baker Mayfield went from being on the scout team D-line, okay, a couple years ago, yes, Coach Rule was there during this time, okay, to this year, or I guess it was last year, to this year now winning a playoff game in Tampa, okay? So if if, uh, Baker Mayfield can do that, Lamar Jackson better win a freaking playoff game, especially after a bye, especially with home field advantage. Here's wide receivers, by the way. All right, you got Hollywood Brown, who's a speedster. You got Odell Beckham Jr. You got Mark Andrews, a tight end. You got a defense, and I haven't double-checked this since I talked about this here on the show. There was only like a week left in the season, but they were number one in the NFL in sacks, number one in turnovers, and at that point in time, they were the first defense to ever do so. I got the Ravens winning, and I got them. I'm going to take them by 10. All right, spreads nine and a half. I got them by ten. Green Bay Packers ten and eight, taking on the 49ers twelve and five. This is a 49ers team that's favored by nine and a half again. Seems to be a popular spread. I mean, they've got Christian McCaffrey at running back. They've got a great defense. This team is a team that should be in the Super Bowl. The question is Brock Purdy, and I know he got banged up last year, which is why they lost to the Eagles, or one of the main reasons they lost to the Eagles in the FC title game. But when they lost to the Ravens and they lost to the Eagles before the Eagles fell off the cliff earlier this year. Brock Purdy struggled big time in those games. It's going to come down to Brock Purdy. 
and how he plays because the rest of that team is good enough to be in the Super Bowl and should be. I got the Niners winning. I'm going to go eight. Going to go win by eight. They're not quite going to cover. All right. We got Tampa Bay. All right. Who just beat the brakes off the Eagles. Ten and eight versus the Detroit Lions who are 13 and five. Lions are six and a half point favorites. You probably heard, but the Lions just won their first playoff game in 30 years. If they win this game, they could be in the NFC Championship game. How crazy is that? The Detroit Lions in the NFC Championship game. Name me a superstar on that team, by the way. Now, most people can name Jared Goff. I don't know he's a superstar. Most people can name Aiden Hutchinson, who's a very good player. I don't know that he's a superstar just yet. Probably will be soon. Probably this time next year. And he's definitely an impact player, but a superstar. Okay? Like a Patrick Mahomes, like a Lamar Jackson. Okay, like a Christian McCaffrey. What Dan Campbell's doing with the Lions is awesome. And I've got him winning, and I've got him going to the NFC Championship game. And that's going to be awesome if that's able to come to fruition. I think that'd be a lot of fun to watch. Last game, Bills favored by three over the Chiefs. They just won 31-17 over the Steelers. Chiefs just dominated the Miami Dolphins in uh, Antarctica-type weather, 26-7. to To me, this is the most intriguing matchup. All right, now, the Bills beat the Chiefs 20-17 to in Kansas City, December 10th, earlier this year. Now, this is Mahomes versus Josh Allen. This is the best quarterback rivalry, I think, going in the league right now. Best team versus team rivalry, I think, going in the league. Okay? If you remember the great divisional round matchup they had a couple years ago, that shootout, which literally changed overtime rules after that game, the Chiefs beat the Bills 42-36. Now, the Bills are a little bit more run-oriented than they have been, okay? The Chiefs actually have one of the better defenses. They have some things on offense. I I still think they they got some holes there, okay? But they're playing for the seventh time, these two teams, this decade, and it's literally a three-and-three split. All right. This was the toughest game of the entire playoffs so far for me to pick. It's the only one where I didn't have an immediate team that popped into my head that I, I, I thought I was going to pick. I've literally gone back and forth. Okay. The Bills are favored. I'm going with the Chiefs. Here's why. Patrick Mahomes makes big plays in big games. Josh da- Allen is a great quarterback, but he's been very up and down this year. Yes, the Chiefs have holes. The Bills have been up and down. The way they went into Miami and won at the end of the regular season, that impressed me as much as anything, okay? Even more so than beating the Steelers a week ago. I said they'd win by more than 10 points, and they won by two touchdowns. I'm going with the Chiefs because of Mahomes in big games, and they have the better defense of the two teams. Now, it's not a strong, confident pick like I've been with some of these other NFL games, but that's what I'm rolling with. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy the rest of your Friday. Enjoy the rest of your weekend as it's just getting started. And until next time, I'll see you all on Monday. Go Big Red Nose. Remember, to throw the bounds. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.